Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Great Scott Podcast. Today, I'm joined by musician, artist, and writer, Miss Gina Brooklyn. How's it going, Gina? Hi, good. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, I just have to say, first off, I was reading over uh, your bio, and it is just absolutely amazing. Uh, are you currently? So, are you currently still 17 years old? Yes, I'm still 17. Wow, I mean, uh, you've gotten to do a lot in two years, because uh, this whole thing started for you when you were 15, right? Yes, it started when I was 15. <laughs> so uh, it's just, so where does the amazing work ethic come from? Well, maybe you don't consider it work, but uh, it's just amazing. Where, where does the work ethic come from? Um, I, I just, I, <laughs> I've been, this is my dream and so I, I graduated early to pursue music and I've been working on it ever since. I just wanted to read off uh, some of your uh, accolades here. Um, you have a song called From the Outside that uh, you got to write with multi-platinum songwriting legends Mike Shimshack and Stephanie Lewis. And that song yes. was quickly nominated at the 2016 Hollywood Songwriting Contest, which won a, and also won a bronze medal at the 2017 Global Music Awards and placed as a finalist in the 2017 John Lennon Songwriting Contest. Just from that one, one song alone, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny how it came about because a while back my producer set up the co-write and we all wrote this song. Just We didn't really know what would happen with it and it won and was nominated for all these awards and it was so crazy to see what happened with it how, how did you manage to meet mike and stephanie uh were they friends of yours at first and then they just had the idea hey let's let's write with you no i was working with a producer a few years ago and he was the one who set it up with them okay and then uh some of the other stuff, uh, basically, uh, you released a self-titled EP in March of 2017, uh, so just last year. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, her hit, her Faceless, uh, which won the Artist Revolution category at the American Tracks Music Awards, and uh, mm -hmm. some other song, uh, some other songs actually, in addition to her song Beauty All Around, at the 2018 round. Yes. Are you uh, surprised by, by all this? Um, as I am uh, reading. Yes, I'm yeah. very surprised. Yeah. <laughs> no, I still, it's, it's really crazy how and where my music has gone. I, I, I'm so grateful that it was a part of the Round Glass Music Awards as well as winning all these other awards or being nominated for them. Specifically, the Round Glass Music Awards, I was so surprised when I got the notification that I was nominated up against Ringo Starr. Like, when does that happen? That was so crazy. And he's my favorite Beatles, too. And it was it was amazing. Did I you, still can't believe it happened. Did you get to meet Ringo? Sadly, I did not. I did attend the award show, though. Um, but he wasn't there to accept oh. the award. Wow, okay. But that's awesome to even be, yeah, considered going up against uh, such a legend and, and 
I know, it's so crazy. Yeah, and then also, uh, there were some other uh, artists that I'm looking at here. Uh, Tracy Braxton, I think she was another one that you were up against, right, for the Round Glass Music Award? Yes, I believe she's a sister of Tony Braxton. Yeah, yeah. That's also really crazy. I, I, it's just, it's so amazing. I'm so grateful. So, uh, just this year, um, your new single, Normal, uh, you actually uh, recorded at the Sound Kitchen in, in Tennessee, and um, the track features uh, three members of Kelly Clarkson's band that you, that you uh, got to make the music video with. Yes, uh, the song Normal and Somebody Save Me features Kelly Clarkson's band. They were so talented. I couldn't, I was so grateful to be able to work with them in the studio. It was so much fun. They're super nice people. And so incredibly talented. I've never worked with musicians on that caliber before. They're so good. Did now did Kelly uh, uh, discover you um, when uh, like she was going through through some of your, your music, uh, or was she brought to uh, were you brought to her attention at all? I have no idea. Honestly, I have I have no clue. I mean, if she heard me, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be awesome. But from as far as I know, I don't know. Oh, okay. So, uh, when you're not, so I'm, so I'm just curious, I mean, do you get any free time to yourself at all for as much as, uh, you work? Um, yes, I do. Probably at night. I mean, I've worked on my music all throughout the day, through the night, um, kind of just scattering through the day. So sometimes I'll write at night, sometimes I'll write in the morning or in the afternoon, it just depends on how I'm feeling. So... Let me ask you this. I mean, as a uh, musician, um, do you ever uh, have some of your ideas come to you while you're sleeping or getting ready to go to, go to sleep at all? Um, yes. I have had some instances where I'm just about to fall asleep and all of a sudden a hook pops into my head and then I have to get up and write it down because, at least in my head at that time, it seems really, really good. So I have to write it down. But I've had a few dreams where... <laughs> <laughs> I've written hit songs, uh, quote-unquote, and it made it big or whatever, and I woke up not remembering anything about the song, oh, and it just man. makes me so frustrated. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, so absolutely. funny. I'm, uh, I, I actually do stand-up comedy, and I can actually relate. I know there's uh, kind of a little correlation there as far as the writing process goes, but uh, I, I definitely mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so also uh, something, I mean, so... Have you gotten to travel all around the country pretty much uh, uh, throughout your career in the two years? Um, for the most part, I mean, we've been to California, New York. I'm going back to New York this week, actually, to be putting a gig and to attend the Tony Island Film Festival. But, um, oh, yeah, nice. we go to New York more frequently than... Uh, you, more frequently than any other states. But we are also going to California in November as well. I mean, we went to Nashville a few times, but my music didn't really fit in with all the country stuff down there. Now, are you, uh, so are you originally from Tennessee? No, actually, my mom was raised in Tennessee, and my dad was raised in New York, but they came to Ohio, and now we're here. Okay. Have you gotten to go to the Graceland at all? No. No, not yet? Oh, no, we haven't. That'd be pretty cool, though. 
Yeah, yeah, I figured that that might be up your alley right there. But um, so also uh, at 17, or actually maybe I'm sure a little bit before this, but um, you also got to perform at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio. Yes, that night was so much fun. Oh my gosh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is so cool. Now tell us a little bit about that, how, how you managed to land that gig and uh, about all, all the people that uh, if, when and if you got to meet them. Um, basically, I, I got into that gig because it was the battle of the bands for for high school rock bands, which is kind of funny because my music is not rock music at all. And I was the only singular artist. <laughs> I was the only singular artist um, who was in the competition with other hard rock punk bands. Um, it was kind of funny when I think about it. But um, I came in fourth place. The guy, they, they had like a whole row of judges and you went up. I think I went on second and then they had all the other bands, you know, following. And um, after the whole thing was over, I didn't make the, the next round. I didn't pass to the second round, obviously, because I'm not a rock band, which made sense. Yeah. Um, but they pulled me aside and they told me that I got fourth place, um, which was really, really cool. Um, but yeah, it was a great experience. It was really fun to play in front of uh, the crowd that they had because there were a lot of people there. And at the time, I hadn't played in front of that many people before, so it was really fun. Yeah, I was going to ask you if that was your biggest show to date as of yet. Um, not the biggest show to date. I think I played um, in um, this place in Columbus. Um, it was for the Songwriters Association, Columbus Songwriters Association, and the crowd was a lot bigger than the one at the Rock and Roll Hall. Oh, as well as I did another um, another show for the foundation, and there were like 200 people there, I think. So okay. yeah, I mean, it was still, it was fun, yeah. Now, uh, were you nervous at all when you uh, were playing in front of that many people at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Uh, I'm sure that there were some of the, some of the musicians that were there as well, but uh, were, were you nervous before you went up on stage? And uh, if so, how, how did you manage to control it? Oh, yeah, I was so nervous. <laughs> I, I, every time before I play a show, I get really, really anxious and super nervous. It's, it's so horrible, but... I guess in my head, I just tell myself, you know what, you got to do it. You signed up to do this. You're here. You're going to go. And yeah. when, once I get up there, it's really not as bad as the anxiety that... I know. I it. mean, it seems like once you do it, it just, the anxiety goes away. Yeah, right? And then you don't barely remember <laughs> anything after you get off the stage. Right, right. <laughs> so do your parents travel with you everywhere you go as well? Yes, they do come with me. Um, honestly, I'm so glad that they do because every time that I've played in, like, sketchy areas, like, creepy men will, like, follow me and, like, talk to me and, like, corner me, and my dad has been there. <laughs> they saved me so many times. I'm so glad that they come with me. You know, a lot of people will probably be like, you know, like, your parents, they follow you everywhere, but, like, no, I'd rather them be there than not. Oh, just yeah. Just because of how now, scary it can get. <laughs> now, what, what do your parents think about all of this, uh... How, how this is like happening so quickly in two years 
they're so surprised. It's so funny because they were in a rock band together, and my dad kind of managed the band and did all the marketing for them. And it took them a lot longer um, to get to where I am, I guess you could say. And my dad and my mom, they, they always tell me whenever I get impatient with things, they're like, you're going on a pretty fast pace compared to most people, um, which is good encouragement. So. <laughs> so what's the name of your, your dad's band? Um, they were called Crank. Okay. Are, are, are mm-hmm. they still still around? Still doing music at all? Sadly, they're not. But they did. Um, their music is all on Apple Music and iTunes and Spotify. My dad did upload all of it. It's pretty good rock music. You should check them out. Uh, now, having your dad as a musician, has he uh, kind of helped you, given you pointers about uh, your, your music as well? Um, actually, no. My parents really didn't give me any pointers when it came to playing instruments or to songwriting or to singing or anything. They just kind of let me do my own thing and learn on my own. Okay. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. So, when, when you go to write uh, your, your lyrics uh, for your songs, uh, do you have like a special place that you go to to um, write uh, and how, how do you manage to get the, the mind frame of um, the writing process? Um, I guess, I, I mean, I go to either my room or my basement because um, I have a piano and a guitar in my room and then I also have a piano and a guitar and then an electric guitar in the basement. Um, so I guess it kind of depends on what time of day. Normally during the day, I'll go in my room, um, and at nighttime, I'll go more in the basement uh, to write. But I guess I just have an urge to write music. I don't really... I mean, if I ever force myself, it normally doesn't really go as well. I have to really feel inspired to write. Okay, let's go down to the basement, because that's a lot quieter while your, your family sleeps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, seriously. But sometimes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh no. Um, I, but I, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I'll write in my room at nighttime. But sorry, that was kind of irrelevant. Like, what were you trying to say? No, no, I, no. I, I was just gonna say, uh, congratulations on on all this stuff that you have achieved. Um, looks like you're making your way up to the top pretty quickly. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And I hope that uh, you do come to Kansas City sometime. Uh, we have some great uh, venues here for for music. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be really fun. Well, if you do, I'm there. All right. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, well, thank you so much for your time. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no problem. Come come back sometime. Give us an update about how, how everything's going, would you? All right, yes, we'll do. Sounds we'll do. good. All right, sounds good. All right, good luck with everything, and thank you once again for your time. Thank you.